History was made on Wednesday as the NCAA has finally backed down from a decades-long policy that is long overdue for getting with the modern times. Let's talk about it on today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Join Locked On NFL Draft hosts Trevor Sycamore and Benjamin Solak for recaps and analysis of the 2021 NFL Draft and a look ahead to next year's future first-round picks. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. How's it going? My name is Kevin McGuire, the editor of NittanyLionsWire.com, a part of the USA Today Sports Media Group, contributed to AthlonSports.com, and, of course, here, the host of the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. And we're going to kind of put a pause on the original plans for this particular episode because there was some breaking news that happened on Wednesday, and we absolutely have to dive into that a little bit more, and we'll put the uh, continuation of our five key defensive players uh, on a temporary pause. We'll get back to that in our next podcast as we continue on with that series. But this was news that needed to be addressed. So we're going to talk a little bit about Pennsylvania uh, adopting legislation to allow for NIL benefits for all student athletes in Pennsylvania. And then hours later, the NCAA at the, uh, the, the final hour, really, before all these changes were going to take effect, back down on their longstanding policy against amateurism. So we are going to take a look at that and see what this means for Penn State moving forward in today's episode. If you want to follow this episode or this podcast on your favorite podcasting app, we highly advise you to check out the Odyssey app on your phone. You can take it with you. You can listen to the Locked on Nitty Lions podcast, the Locked on NFL draft, the Locked on Bets, Locked on Big Ten. All the great content across the Locked On Podcast Network is available to you right through the Odyssey app. You can also listen to some of your favorite sports radio stations and, of course, some of your favorite music stations because some people actually like to listen to music, too. Who knew, right? Well, the Odyssey app has you covered for that, so definitely check that out. But we are available on all the other podcasting apps as well, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So go ahead and give us a follow on your preferred podcasting app. Don't forget to leave those five-star ratings and reviews. It really helps us out as we continue to grow this podcast, make it something that people want to come back to and uh, hopefully check out leading up to the start of the 2021 season we are uh going to move forward in somewhere in the month of july going back to five days a week so i'm very excited about that as we have a lot of coverage coming up for the start of the 2021 season so uh we'll get into some of the specific details when we get a little bit closer but we are going to be going back to five days a week sometime in july so just keep that in mind. Of course, you can also follow us on our social media platforms. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, and we are on Twitch, all using the username of Locked On Nittany. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast and you listened to the last couple of episodes, you know I'm battling a cold. I am still battling that cold. You can probably hear it in my voice, so I apologize for the, the quality of my voice. But I have to say, I'm very excited about this particular topic because this is something that I have been longing for for quite some time. The NCAA has finally backed down. This is a grandstanding moment in the history of collegiate athletics. Starting on Thursday, July 1st, every student athlete across all three divisions of the NCAA structure will now be able to benefit on their name, image, and likeness. Now, I don't care how we got to this point. The fact is, we are at this point. And that is what is a big seismic shift in how college athletics is going to be orchestrated moving forward. Because now, student-athletes have more power than they have ever had before. I felt like this has uh, been, the writing has been on the wall for a while for this, as we have seen numerous court battles over the years, uh, kind of 
take cracks at the foundation of what the NCAA has defined as amateurism, which is you're going to compete, you're going to represent your schools, but you're not going to get paid for it. Coaches are going to get the big salaries. The ADs are going to cash in their bonuses. Uh, presidents and uh, conference commissioners, they're going to get some big paydays. But student athletes, you get a scholarship. What more do you want, right? And that is no longer the case. And thank goodness. That's just my personal opinion. Thank goodness we have finally reached a point where the playing field has been leveled, at least slightly. And it's a huge step forward. Some players are probably going to benefit from this far more than others, and I think that that's to be expected. I think if you have the the star quarterback of Alabama or Oklahoma, probably going to be making a few more bucks on the side than uh, the uh, the second string kicker for Shippensburg. Okay, <laughs> that's just the way it is, and I think we all kind of knew that going in. But the fact is that now the NCAA is not going to stand in the way, and I've been preaching for this for a long time. If you know me, I will say once again that I have always been in favor of allowing the student-athlete to put themselves in the best position for themselves. And usually I'm talking about transferring to from one school to another and not having a coach that's uh, losing that player, stand in the way with a ridiculous amount of uh, schools that are forbidden to be transferred to. I've always thought that that was nonsense. I've always thought that it was stupid to have to sit out a year before you're eligible to play once again. Thankfully, that's gone too. Uh, but I do think that now with the way that the sports world is these days and the way that social media is and personal branding and the way that it is grown and evolved far beyond what the NCAA could have possibly envisioned back in the, the 50s or whatever whatever decade they uh, were formed, it is just a much different ball game today than when the NCAA was founded. So the principles of amateurism probably were good for a good amount of time. And you'll probably still get some old school folks out there who say that they should still be playing for nothing more than their scholarship. But it gets less and less convincing to make that argument when you see the amount of money that is out there. You see all the media rights deals that are out there. You see all of the, the contracts that coaches are getting paid, athletic directors, conference commissioners, uh, the bowl game uh, executives. Everybody has been cashing in on this product of college football and college basketball too, but I'm going to focus more on my conversation on college football. And now the door has finally been opened for student athletes to be able to capitalize and market themselves the way that they want to. It's not to say that every player is going to be getting some extra money on the side here, but it is pretty cool to see. And I am absolutely in awe of the possibilities that are now in front of us. We've already seen that one Iowa basketball player is going to be uh, signing and appearing for autographs at a fireworks shop. Uh, it's a good time to do so because 4th of July is coming up this weekend. So uh, that is an amazing opportunity. And, of course, this is all going to go in effect on Thursday, July 1st. I'm going to talk a little bit about the legislation that was passed in Pennsylvania in just a minute and how the NCAA pretty much finalized their final doom call, if they will, uh, coming up later in this podcast. But first, let's talk about some of the odds for the upcoming college football season. Our good friends over at Bet Online were kind enough to pass along the opening odds for week one of the college football season. Of course, Penn State is still considered a little bit of a road underdog on the road against Wisconsin to open up the season. Not too surprising if you ask me, especially given the way that we saw Penn State play last season. Obviously played better later on in the year, but also the schedule got a little bit easier. Wisconsin also had a down year, but Wisconsin is at home. Wisconsin's going to be a very tough test for Penn State. And it's a really good litmus challenge for both teams, really, to open up the season, especially in Big Ten play. So the stakes are pretty high right out of the gate. And Penn State, 
expected to be a little bit of a road underdog. I'll be very interested to see if that line has any movement between now and the start of the season, but that feels about right for an opening line. But, you know, I'm thinking Penn State plus four. I'm liking that right now. So, well, obviously, we'll get plenty of time to make some official picks and predictions. But if you want to get in on the action right now, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get in on all the sports action. It doesn't matter if you want to play some bets on those college football games right now or if you want to check out the stuff that's going on in the NBA or the NHL. Of course, you got Major League Baseball. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams are going through their playoff runs and getting ready for the start of the season. Head to the website right now, betonline.ag. You can do it on your laptop or your desktop or even on your phone. Sign up today for a free account. And then when you make your initial deposit, make sure you use the promo code Locked On, and they throw in a 50% welcome bonus on top of that first deposit. Folks, that is free money. And I'm telling you right now, Penn State plus four, I'm kind of liking it. But make sure you listen to the Locked On Bets podcast sponsored by BetOnline, and they will help advise you on how to spend that 50% welcome bonus. Free money, take advantage of it. You're not going to get that deal anywhere else. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Are you following us on Twitter? If not, now's a great time to do so. Go to Twitter and search for Locked On Nittany and give us a follow. Hey, say hello while you do so as well. All right, so I went to work, uh, usual day job. I'm still battling the cold, and it's really tough to work in the conditions I work in when you have a head cold that's been battling and taking a toll on you as much as this has, especially in this heat. It is a crazy time to get a, a cold uh, with the summer months and the temperatures just continuing to rise. So I got to say, Wednesday was a pretty rough day. Tuesday was a pretty rough day. But when I came home from work on Wednesday, I saw the news that Pennsylvania had signed into its state budget terms for NIL, name, image, and likeness, to benefit all student-athletes around the state of Pennsylvania. Obviously, this, of course, is related to Penn State, Penn State football, Penn State basketball, Penn State wrestling. Everybody now at Penn State was officially made eligible to take advantage of their name, image, and likeness. Pennsylvania became the, I believe, the 25th state. If it wasn't the 25th, it was the 26th state, but I'm pretty sure it was the 25th state, if I remember the information from Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated correctly. Uh, Pennsylvania had become the 25th state to pass NIL legislation, and that, of course, is all taking effect on Thursday, July 1st. And that was huge. That was huge. It's obviously a program like Penn State can take a lot of advantage of that, but so can Pittsburgh, so can Temple, so can some of the other schools like Villanova, Villanova basketball, uh, Temple basketball, St. Joe's basketball, all those big five basketball schools, they could certainly capitalize on that as well. But yeah, obviously, this would be a big push for Penn State. And it kind of levels the playing ground. We've already seen a handful of states around the Big Ten, certainly a lot of states down in the SEC and ACC territory, adopt the same kind of concepts of NIL. And I think there's a lot of similarities. There are probably some differences here and there based on the state. And I would have to go to an expert on this uh, topic a little bit to dig into exactly what separates Pennsylvania's outline for NIL benefits compared to what another state in the Big Ten or the SEC may be doing. So I imagine there are some slight differences, but I think the overall concept is basically the same. And it basically just allows a student athlete in that state to be able to benefit on their name, image, and likeness, which is what we've been talking about for a long time now. And I think the fact that the states have been kind of spearheading the mission to allow student athletes to capitalize on something they probably should have been able to capitalize a long time before without punishment from the NCAA, I, I, that certainly backed the NCAA into a corner. Here's what happened. The NCAA 
we all know is a bunch of buffoons, right? So they decided that they were just going to let Congress deal with it. They didn't want to have to deal with it themselves because they were chickens. They were cowards. They didn't know how to do it. And they decided, well, we'll just let the uh, the official lawmakers figure out a way to do it. Well, lo and behold, uh, Democrats took over some more power in Congress. And that kind of uh, blocked any attempt to allow for name, image, and likeness legislation to pass through on a federal level. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get into the political realm here, but that seems to be the big takeaway here. Uh, when Democrats got more power, uh, the chances of this happening, or at least happening quickly in time for July 1st, was pretty much eliminated. <laughs> it just was not going to happen. There wasn't enough support, not enough uh, movement in that area to move forward on a federal level. And basically, Congress was probably right to say, no, NCAA, this is your thing. You figure this out. This is your problem. These are your rules. We're not going to step in and make life easy for you. I don't know if Congress was actually saying that, but that's the way I imagine it right now because I feel like NCAA said, here, Congress, deal with our problem. And Congress is like, nah, we don't want to. <laughs> So it is kind of funny the way that this has all played out. Obviously, the NCAA has been battling so many different legal battles over the years. Uh, so they basically backed themselves into a corner. They refused to change. They refused to evolve. It's the story of the NCAA as a foundation and a, and a guiding member for all of these colleges and universities. And it's the lack of leadership. You know, I'm not going to get into a whole Mark Emmert diatribe right here. But the NCAA, as I said, is just a bunch of idiots. And they had so much time to figure this out on their own. And you cannot tell me that they could not have done this a long time ago. Because on Wednesday, June 30th, on the eve of all of these states, roughly half the country, at least half the country, adopting these NIL uh, laws and allowing student-athletes to actually benefit on their name, image, and likeness, regardless of what the NCAA says, the NCAA has put together their own amended policy where now every student athlete in college sports, not just football, but college basketball, college wrestling, college volleyball, college golf, college kayaking. I don't know if that's a sport or not, but you know what? If you're a student athlete at any NCAA institution, Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, it doesn't matter. You are now eligible to capitalize on your name, image, and likeness. And as I said, some players are obviously going to be able to take more advantage of this than others. But the opportunity is now there. The opportunity is now allowed by the NCAA. The NCAA is not going to come and crack open an investigation on whether or not you went into a hotel room and took $50 for an autographed football. That's just not going to happen anymore because it really should never have happened in the first place, <laughs> if you ask me. But now the fact that we have moved on and started to evolve a little bit as a sports community, I think we all realize that the NCAA policy had been pretty ridiculous for quite some time. And I think there are a number of schools, a number of fan bases that will certainly attest to that. Um, just looking at Georgia, Texas A&M, Ohio State, uh, you know, you name it. Yeah, I think every school out there probably has some kind of gripe with the NCAA for one reason or another. I know Penn State fans do, and we're not going to get into that right now. But uh, the fact is, the NCAA backed themselves into a corner, and they didn't know what to do. So they scrambled to put together this plan to adopt an interim NIL uh, policy that is probably going to become more standardized and it probably allows them more time to review how this whole process is about to unfold because we're really entering into a great unknown here as far as NIL is concerned because while we can imagine different scenarios, we 
don't necessarily think anybody was predicting that an Iowa basketball player was going to be signing autographs at a fireworks shop uh, and raising money that way uh, as the first public uh, NIL-sponsored or benefit that's out there. We're going to go into a number of different directions here. And really at the stroke of midnight, I think a lot of people are kind of expecting that a lot of these deals that players, uh, more probably more notable players in, in college football and college basketball are signing on for, it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch. I don't know necessarily how much we'll see this coming out of Penn Staters at the, this point in time, but it is just fascinating to me that the NCAA could stand against this for as many decades as they have and then after half the country has decided to move forward and challenge the NCAA on this, they decided, all right, we give in. Everybody's eligible. It's amazing what peer pressure can do. Maybe not peer pressure. Maybe legal pressure. Maybe the fact that the NCAA finally saw that they did not have control over this issue. They tried to have control. They could have had control. All they had to do was make the decision they made on Wednesday afternoon years ago. Maybe even decades ago. So the NCAA always had it in its power to make this change happen, and they did not do it until they were publicly scrutinized on many different levels, not just fan bases, not just coaches, not just presidents and athletic directors, but politicians, people with deep pockets, people with money. And you know what? Money talks sometimes. And now money's going to be talking for a lot of student athletes. And who knows? Maybe pretty soon you'll start hearing a college football or college basketball player doing an ad read for a company like Rock Auto. But until then, I'm here to serve you. That's right, Rock Auto, they are the auto parts company that has been serving all their customers, all their auto parts needs for 20 years. And they do so with a straightforward, easy to use online experience. It is perfect for somebody like me, who really doesn't know anything about cars, hates the idea of going into an auto parts store, a retail chain, and kind of being stuck in the middle of the aisle, looking through those cross-reference guides, trying to find the exact wiper or headlight that I need. I don't have to do that with Rock Auto. All I do is go to the website, rockauto.com. I enter the make and model of my car, and it brings up their entire catalog of everything they have available specifically for my vehicle. There's no stressing out about this, and they're also going to give you the best prices available. It doesn't matter if you're a professional mechanic or a complete novice like me. Rock Auto is going to treat you like family because they are a family business. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Don't forget to write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And another company I think should absolutely take full advantage of these new opportunities with college athletes is Built Bar. I've been talking about Built Bars for a while, and I can't wait to see what Built Bar does in this new age because they have the best tasting protein bars out there. They're protein bars that taste like chocolate bars. It's a part of my daily routine. I have a Built Bar every morning for my mid-morning snack. It really helps me feel full until I get to my lunch break a little bit later on. And Built Bar is perfect because they have got a variety of flavors. It doesn't matter if you're looking to lose or maintain weight or if you're on a keto diet, you can slide a Built Bar into any kind of a routine. And most of the flavors available have 17 grams of protein and only 130 calories only four grams sugar, and only four grams of net carbs. And you got to check them out for yourself. There's a wide variety out there, so make sure you find the flavor that's best for you. Just go to BuiltBar.com, or better yet, you can even follow them on Twitter at Built underscore Bar, and you get the first word when they have special limited edition releases. you got to take advantage of those. But go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll save 15% off your first order. Once again, use the promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So we've talked a lot about NIL and how, what this means nationally, but what does this mean for Penn State? And I think that's one of the things that 
I'm very interested to see. What we do know is this. Penn State put out a statement following the Pennsylvania legislation uh, allowing for NIL, pretty much applauding it and saying that it's a welcome addition to benefit their student athletes and they're looking forward to seeing what the future holds. What I haven't heard anything much about just yet is what kind of program Penn State will put together uh, because I've seen a number of schools out there kind of put out the information that they have their own NIL program to help assist players and take advantage of these opportunities and just kind of keep everything in uh, checks and balances probably just to make sure nobody gets into trouble or anything. And I have a feeling that Penn State, if they haven't released it by the time you hear this uh, podcast, there's probably going to be a plan rolled out pretty soon because I would have to imagine that the people behind uh, Penn State Athletics Department have been working on something behind the scenes, just kind of waiting for this all to become official. Well, now that Pennsylvania's budget is going to be officially uh, starting on July 1st and uh, the NCAA has now allowed every student athlete effective July 1st to benefit from this, I I don't think it's going to take very long for Penn State to release any kind of information regarding their program. But I am very curious to see who's going to be the first Penn State player to land a pretty decent uh, sponsorship deal. Uh, What kind of uh, packages are we going to see? What kind of opportunities are these players going to embrace? I think there's a lot of uh, crypto stuff out there right now. There's a lot of uh, NFTs. Uh, so I would imagine there's probably a world that you probably want to get interested in or you know, kind of get caught up in if that is your kind of liking. Uh, but we could very well see some sponsorships. We could see sponsored tweets. We could see uh, you know, plays of the week or highlight packages of certain players sponsored by this auto dealer or something like that. I think that that's what we're going to be talking about. I think your your Twitter feed is going to be a lot more um, uh, promotional in a sense. But I'm interested. I want to see what it looks like. I, I want to see what Penn State players do. I want to see what other players do. We've already gotten a little bit of a glimpse into what some big notable players may be thinking. I know a Clemson quarterback, DJ Uangale, uh kind of teased a tweet about uh, some kind of deal with Delta. I don't know if that's official uh, or if that's something that's actually concrete and happening or if they was just having some fun with that and maybe trying to catch the eye of Delta. But I, I'm very curious. I, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I do have a concern that maybe we get a little bit overboard with following everything, but uh, this is is an exciting time, I think, for Penn State, for the Big Ten, for college football and college basketball. I think there's going to be a lot of benefits to this that are long overdue. I'm looking forward to it. I am going to try and keep up on it as much as possible. I don't know how much we'll dig into it really on this podcast, but... It's fresh, it's new, it's exciting, it's breaking, and we need to discuss it. That's why I wanted to put aside our five key defensive players' uh, profiles for right now. We will get back on track with that. Don't worry. Uh, We still have three more players that we need to dig through on the defensive side. Don't forget, you can always go back and listen to some of the old podcasts where we talked about five key offensive players. But right now, we are focusing on the defense. And again, sometime in July, we are going to be going back to five shows a week. It's going to be a little bit of a grind, but you know what? I'm here for it, and we're getting closer and closer to the start of the summer. Or, I'm sorry, the start of the college football season. We're in the summer right now. You you can tell my head cold's kind of bothering my my line of thinking right now. So maybe that's a good sign that I need to wrap things up for right now. So that will do it for me today on this edition of Locked on Nittany Lions. But I'm sure Peter Bukowski 
host of the Locked On Today podcast, is going to be covering this topic and so many other things because he does a great job with that, bringing you all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes over on the Locked On Today podcast. And of course, he does it with the help of many experts across the Locked On Podcast Network. So check it out for all the local flavors and all the local insight on the biggest stories in sports. You can follow the Locked On Today podcast over on that awesome Odyssey app or wherever you got your podcasts. Of course, while you're on the Odyssey app following the Locked On Today podcast, make sure you're still following Locked On Nittany Lions. Check out Locked On Bets and Locked On Big Ten as well. Lots of great content across the Locked On Podcast Network. And if you have a favorite baseball team, favorite basketball team, favorite NFL or NHL team, make sure you give them a follow as well. Of course, we are also available on every podcasting app, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Google Podcasts and Stitcher. You name it, we're on it. So go ahead and follow on your preferred podcasting app of choice. And don't forget to leave those five-star ratings and reviews. We genuinely appreciate all the support and feedback you guys have for us. And it helps us grow the show and it helps us reach out to some new listeners. And, of course, we're getting closer to the start of the college football season. So any help you have and support you have for us along the way, helping us grow, is greatly appreciated. You can also follow us on Twitter and on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitch, all using the username LockedOnNittany. My name is Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. Don't forget to check out NittanyLionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. We have lots of NIL coverage over there and, of course, ongoing Penn State discussion leading up to the start of the season. And, of course, I'm a contributor to AthlonSports.com. I'm looking forward to being able to contribute some things hopefully pretty soon, but we'll see what the timeline is for that. And, of course, I've got the Patreon at Patreon.com slash Kevin McGuire. That's all for me today, guys. I'm going to go try and fight off this cold a little bit more. Hopefully, by the next time we do this podcast, uh, my voice will be much more clear and ready to go. But thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for bearing with me as I power through this for you guys. And I will talk to you all again very soon. Have a great day, guys. Bye.